He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> so, uh, how's your car doing? Oh my god. Uh, yes, tell the people. I crashed into my own house. <laughs> Was the story I was telling you on the phone so interesting you forgot you were driving? Uh, Yeah, let's just blame you, whether I'm intoxicated or just listening to one of your stories. I I shouldn't be driving when I'm under the spell of Jenna (laughs) (laughs) Moe. I look like shit today, by the way. No, I don't think you do. You you have a hat. I should have a hat, too. Oh, yes. I'm trying to milk my $1.25 I spent on these Christmas antlers. Hey, there you go. You look like Frosty now. Okay. Do I look funny with a hat on? Well, you're always funny. Ah, 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 ah. This podcast is listed as a comedy, not a drama. (laughs) Okay. But speaking of drama, go back to how, because you didn't really tell me. So I was talking to you on the phone and all. Yes. Mom, I'm recording a podcast. (laughs) Yes. That's the best thing that could have ever happened. Should we start over again? No, we're not. No way are we starting over. Are you kidding me? Jenna's mom just burst into her bedroom like she's 17 again. <laughs> that was awesome. Except for it would be, oh. Mom, I'm recording for my OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. Right. Um, um, okay, so back to it. I was telling Jesse a story this morning, <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear... I crashed into my own house and then the phone went blank and silent. So I was like, waited a minute. Cause I was like, oh, okay, maybe his AirPod fell out or something. And yeah. he never came back. So I texted you. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> or no, actually what you said is hope you're okay. I'll just talk to you at five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have been pinned under the car, but yeah, no, I was on Bluetooth. And by the way, car in the Bluetooth sucks anyway. Cause there's that delay, which I hate but um that's no excuse I guess the story you were telling me was very riveting and I thought I had put my car into park and I've done this before where I thought I put it in the park and I go to turn it off and it usually says ding 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 put your car in park right but because I was so enthralled with you on the phone I thought I put it in park but I didn't so I took my uh, foot off the brake to gather my bags because I was coming from the gym and it just rolled right into the side of the house and you know, I live in like a triplex. So it hit this staircase that goes up to my neighbor's place and it shook the whole building. <laughs> and so this poor old Greek woman comes out and she, you know, she gives me food all the time. She goes, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I'm like, oh, nothing. I'd, I just crash into the house. It's not a big deal. And I'm not oh even my- drunk. I know. Like, wow. That's an, um, that's a special skill. Park is there for a reason, people. And I totally fucked up the front of my car. You did. I looked and I was like, oh shit, you put some good gashes in there. That's where the, that's where, you know, like those wooden old school wooden staircases. Those are the poles in between the holes in the staircase that hit. Ugh. And you know, I lease. So I'm in for it when I cut, when it comes time to trade in, what am I going to say? You know what I like about these things? Cause it's not the first time you fucked up your car or had someone oh. else fuck up your car when it was been leased is you don't like freak out. Like, you know, some people are like, Oh my God, I'm going to be so broke. Like mah, mah, mah. you're just like, okay, I'm going to pay for this later, but it is what it is. Like, let's move on. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, I've had enough practice since I'm like desensitized to it now. 
Yeah. At our old station, somebody dropped a freaking anvil on my roof. Do you remember that? What? No. Uh, that was the worst one of all. It was parked. We were on air and a listener came to pick up a prize, but he was a construction worker. So he drove one of those, I'm making the arm movement, but you know, like a wrecking ball. Yeah. And it dropped on the roof of my freaking car. You don't remember this? No. It was like a huge scandal. And that's why everyone was saying my old black car was cursed because I was never in it when stuff would happen. This is why I don't lease cars. Because I feel that way that it's not the curse of the car. It's the curse of the lease. Because I always feel like, you know, if you lease a car, like you're always, and it always happens right before you're about to trade it in. Ugh. I thought like a year left. Yeah. But that's still, you're getting close. So... Now I don't want it. I'm like pushing it out because I know there's going to, and I even bought the extra protection. You know, when you lease, they're like, do you want to pay an extra hundred a month in case you damage it? And I'm like, well, knowing me, but it only, it only covers like like a toonie size or something. Well, we'll let you know. I I mean, a bolt is smaller than a toonie. So I'm sure that since you ran into the bolts in the deck, you're lucky you didn't take the whole house down. I couldn't believe it shook. My poor neighbor. I can only imagine what she's telling to her Greek family. It doesn't matter that they're Greek, but that just makes them cuter to me. (laughs) (laughs) She probably like thought the house was going to fall down or it was an earthquake. What happened? What happened? Yeah. Oh God. And knowing you too, that when it hit, you went, oh! Well, I swore. You heard the gasp before we disconnected. I just went, oh! I just hit my house with my car. Yeah. And then the line goes dead. (laughs) Thank you for your concern. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, uh, you ready for the Christmas holidays? We are going to be taking a break. Yeah. A short-lived break. Um, But everyone deserves it. Everyone deserves it. And our episodes often come out Fridays and Christmas is on a Friday. It's like, you know, no one's going to listen to us. We are not family entertainment. No, no. (laughs) Um, So, do you have plans? Like, I guess you guys... Are you guys allowed to go see other people, see your family for Christmas? Or is that all over well, Canada? Well, it's very murky. Yeah, this, no, Ottawa Public Health says, like, stay with your own household, but, there's always a but, they say if you're single, you can get together with one to two other households. Talk about mixed messages, right? So, you know, in my family, there's four siblings, and we all live separately, and we want to get together, but one of my siblings is like, oh, I don't know if we should or shouldn't, and... Three of us are like, you're crazy. You know which one I'm talking about already. <laughs> I feel so bad for them. Yeah. But the guidelines are very, very murky. I mean, I get that they're just trying to do what they can. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like Christmas this year. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was oh. out and about touring around today. Or this, it sounds bad, but like outdoors touring and stuff it just doesn't feel as Christmassy as it normally does and people are trying it's just it's a weird one because everyone's just so worried about the regulations and everything that yeah Yeah. I think we should scrap Christmas and have Halloween too because Halloween is the one holiday you don't have to spend with family hello why isn't it a bigger deal (laughs) I see I was gonna say Jesse you can dress up anyways you're dressed up now Yeah, you know, I do it. That's why it's the gay Christmas. But you're right. Halloween, all you have to do is dress up and buy yourself candy. Um, have you been Have you been ordering? Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Well, I'm waiting for my secret Santa item in the mail. I ordered it online, which was a huge mistake because now it says there's delays and I may not arrive till January 6th. 
Well, and not only that, but like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of porch thieves around right now. Oh, I've heard about them. People stealing shit and stuff. So this is the headline that I saw today that I thought was great. Um, it's uh, an Ontario woman leaves a box of cat poop to ward off porch pirates. And ha! it works. It works. And, uh, genius. That is so much better. I saw a meme saying to do something similar with all your unwanted junk. Just put it in Amazon boxes and leave it outside. Someone will take it away for you. Right. But I don't know if that is the best idea. And I'll tell you after this story. Her name's Lori okay. Pringle. And she's from Hamilton, Ontario. So for those of us who are, or for those of you that are listening outside of Canada, that's like basically a suburb of Toronto now. Um, she has been dealing with porch thieves for the past three years. Like I would be pissed off too if for three years people were stealing some shit from my porch. Um, so well, this I year, hope she has a, but wait, I hope she's got one of those nest cameras now. How many times does it have to happen before you buy one of those? Well, you can have them and you can have the video of the person, but if you can't catch the person, like you just have True. three years worth of video. <laughs> um, so she decided to leave that package of cat shit. And you know cat shit is so gross. It's way worse than dog shit. Yeah. Um, and guess what? It was stolen off her porch within 40 minutes. Wow. And do we know if she has video of these guys? She girls? does have video of the guy. Um, and she posted it on the Facebook neighborhood, like neighborhood Facebook group. And apparently yeah. the same guy has stolen from other people's porches. So this is an issue. I know that the Toronto police and I know other police forces have put out statements saying like, hey guys, like tis the season to steal. People are really hard for cash this year. So just beware. But my thing about doing something like that is this person knows where you live. So if he's like a robber and a horrible human and he gets a box of cat shit and goes home and opens it, gets it in yeah. his rug or something like that, what would he do? Like, turn around? I'd come back and paint it all over your windows. Like, Ooh, well, ooh, that's a good point. He could be pissed. Right. I was thinking it might change his grinchy heart and maybe he'll be like, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. Because nothing shitty. changes a grinchy heart like a big box of cat manure. You never know. It could go either way. But you're right when you say they're shitty people. And I'll tell you, I didn't even tell you this. But <laughs> you should, ah! <laughs> it takes a certain low life to do that. And I'll tell you, I've been house sitting for you. And last time I was here, there was a package in the lobby of your building um, that nobody had claimed. And it was from Canopy Growth. So I knew it was weed. And I had it in my hand. <laughs> and I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? I don't live here. I'm not going to get in trouble but I couldn't do it and I put it back and I left and I was so disappointed with my mature ass self. I'm very proud of you because what if they did have a camera in that lobby? It's not like you're not identifiable. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Or that I'll never be back. <laughs> like, Maybe they'd probably send a note, an email out to everyone with a picture of a guy in a poofy jacket with antlers yeah. <laughs> on. Does anyone know this man? I'd be like, ah, uh, man well, debatable. <laughs> If it was like a box of wine or something, I might have. But when I saw it was weed, I, my first thought was somebody, you know, like my mom that uses it for medicinal reasons. I thought, okay, this poor person won't have their pain meds. And so I'm like, okay, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, if the back boxes aren't labeled, you do not know what's in that box. So you're right. You could be taking someone's insulin. You could be taking someone's EpiPen. Well, you canopy know. growth. It was either a gummy, a chocolate, or weed. I mean, or a giant bong. <laughs> yeah, it, it was shakeable. Oh, I really stood there for a minute, Jenna Mo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you decided to put the box down and slowly walk away. Is that a segue? No, it's not. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, but speaking of deliveries, though, this is another segue. And it's this new company that just opened up in Vancouver. Um, it's a new sex doll delivery service. Okay? Oh. Because it has been really tough for people that are single during this pandemic. Like, you're not fucking around. You're not dating. All that jazz. So he says that there's... Uh, he goes, this is a safe, non-conventional way to enjoy a sexual experience without putting your health at risk. That's what the entrepreneur says. Um, the company is called Aura S Dolls, and it is described as a premium doll rental company. Okay. It launched in October, and there's a driver that drops this doll off in a non-discreet container, and there's also a cleaner, so you do know that they're being sanitized. But here's kind of the icky part and the ew factor for me. He gets about 20 requests for service per month, but there's only one doll. Oh, you, that's, okay, when you started talking about cleaning and stuff, I'm like, but isn't that the owner's problem? And so I started to wonder, wait a minute, so it's a rental? Yeah. Oh, what's so special about this doll? Well, it's a sex doll, and it's one of those really like lifelike ones that cost five to ten thousand dollars each. Oh. So that's why he only has one right now because his business is just starting. Um, he says his customers are mostly men, big shocker there, with a few couples that are showing interest. And he says that the dolls are great for those with insecurities or disabilities, or simply for men who want a new experience without the guilt of cheating on their partner. Now, when he, the reason he launched this company is because he had a friend whose wife died and he just couldn't move on. But also, they, apparently, a healthy sex life, humans should be having sex three to five times per week. I saw, did you tweet that today? I saw that. Or I didn't something? tweet it, but I was waiting to see your face when I say healthy humans are supposed to be having sex three to five times per week. Oh my God, we better go grave shopping for me. I mean, this is, <laughs> that's serious. That's, see, even if I, that seems like a lot. Even when I'm in a relationship, that seems excessive. <laughs> three is like manageable, right? Yeah. But three to five, five times, that's having sex every weekday. To five? Yeah. I mean, sure, in the beginning of a relationship, <clears throat> Genomo, I'm sure it's doable. But, you know, when things peter down after 14 years, it's not happening five times a week. Sorry. Unless you're on Coke or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think, I think that actually hinders at least the male experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I think one of these dolls would be a great way for couples to try out a threesome without like the except weirdness. these dolls don't like talk back and stuff they don't no, have know, feelings like, and emotions you could test whether you like watching your guy give it to another woman and what you would want to see or say or like how does it make you feel okay okay you know? um the doll costs 250 dollars to rent for one night 350 for two nights well seems a little reasonable actually um because how much is a hooker going to cost you? Oh, yeah. More than that. Right. And it, does he come and take it away and bring it back the second night? No, you probably get it all day, too. I think you'd get it for the straight two days. And then yeah. the driver picks it up and the cleaner cleans it off. And she's on to the next house. Now that cleaner, yikes. I hope they're paid well. <laughs> I, yeah. I would just put in like a giant steaming machine. Yeah. Oh. But you know, people are probably sending them back cleaner than you think because they'd be embarrassed. You know, you clean up after yourself. I wouldn't want to send it back. Some people have no shame. Like you can talk to anyone who works in a hotel and they'd be like, people have no shame. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would clean. 
<laughs> if you're interested on creeping this company on Instagram, their handle is Aura, like A-U-R-A-S dolls, all one word. I think it's a pretty genius business plan, actually. Right. Um, and since we're on the topic of pleasuring ourselves, I should just go on to my next headline as well. All right. Take it away, Genimo. Okay. And call me when Aura S gets a guy doll. You, should, you would actually make a good model for a doll. Oh, thank you. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, it's because you're a lot prettier when you don't open your mouth. Oh! Ah! But wouldn't I have to have it open? <laughs> Here, take a screenshot. <laughs> um, so there's another company called Ella Paradise or Paradise or whatever. It's an online boutique store for adults. So they sell sex toys, all kinds of things. They released their end of the year report that focused on consumer behavior when it comes to sex during a pandemic. Uh-oh. So here's some of the highlights. They found that in general, people are just self-pleasuring a lot more. Which jerking it off. To me, life, when it comes to that, was the same before the pandemic as it wasn't because I'd gone a long time without a man in my life. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of my own self. I don't, I don't think it's increased. <laughs> Still beating it three to five times a week for a healthy sex life. Hey, does that count? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Really? I don't think so. Because when you masturbate, you don't get the same endorphins and like feelings of exercise that you do when you have sex with another person. Are you sure an orgasm is an orgasm is an orgasm? An orgasm, but you know, like when you're really worked up and your lips get red and your ears get red and you're like, got that flushed feeling we what talk are you, about. Rudolph? Yeah. <laughs> my nose just... gets red, my ears get red. Like really, okay. No, my nose only gets red when I hang out with you. But uh, <laughs> you know that workout, we were talking about it when your cheeks are like flushed for a couple hours yeah. after your that kind of sex, I think, is different than just quickly rubbing one out that takes 45 seconds. <laughs> okay. All right there. Learned a lot about you today. Well, um, I mean, you're in a rush. All right. So here's the highlights. 51% of people said they have masturbated more during COVID. Okay. How much more? 51% people say they've ma oh. masturbated more than usual. I mean, is okay. that, could, that could be because people are just home more often, so they're able to do it. You know, because yeah. there's a good percentage of people that find masturbating at the office wrong. So now that they're working from home, it's okay to do. Yeah. That's Including on Zoom meetings, Jeffrey Tubin. Right. He was Tubin, all right. There, 10% increase in usage of sex toys during COVID. Now that I have done. That I have done, especially back more in the spring when I was on had a little guy on the go there and we were like cybering <laughs> then the sex toys would come out because you're sending videos to each other and stuff so i yeah, get that i agree with that one too 25.2 percent of individuals <laughs> that their sex life has gotten worse during the pandemic I, you're gonna have to repeat that one because i was too busy answering myself as, as to why i haven't been able to find your little pink friend as i snoop through your drawers because you took it with you <laughs> It said 25.2% of individuals said their sex life has gotten worse during the pandemic. I can't answer. I didn't have one before. Right, because mine was just as shitty before. Yeah, not Actually, you. Actually, I guess mine has gotten better now, but you know. Yeah, do they give stats on that? Whose has gotten better? No, they don't. Well, I don't think so. They said 96% have thought about purchasing a sex toy during the pandemic. 
Wickedwandas.ca. Yep. 42% say they consider giving someone a toy, sex toy, or sexual device this holiday season. 42% said that they give it to someone, and 88.6% uh, of people would be happy if someone gifted them one. So if you're thinking of buying, like, for your friend or something, just go ahead and do it, because apparently everyone wants one. 92.7% use sex toys or sexual devices during the COVID pa pandemic, and 17% of people said they will not be dating normally this winter if given the chance. That's a small percentage. People are wanting to date again. I've never wanted to go to a nightclub so bad, and I thought that my clubbing days were behind me, but that's all I want to do now is dance in, among, like, sweaty B.O. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't go to a phone party. No, no. We all know what happens when I go to those. Right. But we seriously got to go to a gay club because uh, the dating apps don't work for me. And I don't know whether it's a pandemic, but I think I'm just the type that needs to meet someone in real life. And, and you so, think that's going to happen at a gay club when the pandemic's over? Well, because now I'm not... Because before I, the I, pandemic... I don't know if I'm brave enough to step into a gay club after the pandemic's over. It's going to be like, you know, releasing the lions... Yes, that's what I can't wait for. You know this. But, you know this scene in in Lion King when like um, Mufasa dies because the antelope were like, <laughs> "I'm going to be Mufasa." <laughs> no, you're the Whoopi Goldberg hyena with the crazy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's because a lot of gays before the pandemic, we'd go to the club and be bitchy and try to act too cool for school. But now I at least have this new attitude where it's like, F that, no, go talk to people. And if there's someone you think's hot, tell them because you might get locked in your house for nine months. Right. It's definitely changed my attitude. I find that interesting that, yeah, clubbing would be your first thing instead of being like, maybe I should meet someone decent and settle down. Well, that, where do you find a decent person? <laughs> Orleans? <laughs> Another suburb reference. If you're right. in Ottawa, you know Orleans. They do well, have a lot of swingers out there, apparently. Yeah, what is with the suburb? I guess it's because they got nothing to do. You hear about the swingers in Orleans and Barhaven, another suburb of Ottawa, but you don't hear about them in Canada. What's going on in Canada? Who knows? Too pretentious. Maybe. Right. I don't know. All right, let's keep on our pandemic uh, theme here. This wasn't even intentional, but... Dating during the pandemic has been difficult. A lot of people meet on Zoom or Grindr in my case, uh, but then they find out they don't have chemistry in person. Womp womp. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder and if the government would be okay though with you. So let's say you're on a dating app, you're single, and you meet someone, you have Zoom dates and everything, you connect, so you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna meet this person in person. You know, and things don't work out. If you wait another two weeks before you go on your next date with another person, is that okay? Or is that still spreading the germs? I just think we need to find a solution. Everyone's working on finding a solution for like getting kids back in school and stuff. And I know that's all important and stuff, but there's a lot of single people out there that do not live with their families that are going to be spending the holidays alone. And that is not fun as someone who has done that a couple times. You always think it's not going to be a big deal, but spending Christmas alone really sucks. And people's mental health. So instead of being like, you're out sprinting, me, me, me. Like, why can't we find a solution for these lovely single people that just need some human interaction? Yeah, instead of just kind of giving a vague answer to whatever group you're talking to to make them happy. Right. Like, it's these people that are like, I canceled my holiday 
plans because I'm not selfish. I'm like, but you have a family to stay at home with. So you canceled it with your extended family. Who gives a shit? You still have your wife or your husband or whatever, your partner and your kids yeah. to stay at home with. You're not all lost because you can't go to your five fucking Christmas dinners, you know? But for the yeah, one person yeah. like me, if I was at home, I'd be home alone. Yeah. It's not good. No. Sorry, I had to cough. Well, what, the thing is, uh, the reason I think this is interesting about not having chemistry on Zoom is because the way it works in gay world, at least in my experience, is you chat a little bit, you send pictures back and forth, and then you agree to meet in person. You kind of skip the whole Zoom step. And if you did the Zoom step, to me, I'd feel like if you're having a good chat on video, maybe you do have chemistry. So it's surprising that you get in person and they decide they don't. Well, it's because of those pheromones the smell that you get off oh. another person. You can't, there's no way to test that, but in person, that's how animals hook up, right? Oh, I like the way you smell. Let's get it on, you know? Yeah. But, um, so that's what it boils down to basically is that until you get an in-person date, there's really no way to test whether it's going to work out or not. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, we've heard those things like those shows married at first sight and 90 day fiance where people have met, on Facebook or whatever, and have had relationships for a year before they meet in person. But then they don't work out, so maybe that's why. Um, yeah, maybe that is why. This thing also said that the other interesting part is uh, when you're talking to someone on video, it gives you one view of someone. So like, you know, you can use makeup, different things, but it's also their little quirk. So like at the restaurant, you see the way they jot their eyes around or like look at the server and interact with them and stuff. So those little things can hurt or help an attraction. Yes, it does big time. When someone thinks your quirk is cute, then you know like you found someone who can live with you. Yeah, or like the way they giggle, not when they're watching themselves on video trying to be so careful. Right. You know? Could you imagine, like, because on Zoom, you are looking at yourself too. So it would be like going on a first date with having a mirror right there in front of you. Yeah, you'd be, it would be weird. It's unnatural. Yeah. yeah. All right, next headline. You're more likely to die during surgery if it's the surgeon's birthday. How are you supposed to know when the surgeon's birthday is? And if that's the case, then tell the surgeons they don't have to work on their birthdays. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, this is a crazy thing, but I, I found this this morning and yesterday I got Botox within an inch of my life and it was his birthday and I brought him a balloon and everything. And so I read this this morning thinking, oh great, my eyebrows are going to like fall off my face now. Well, but, here's um, the Botox ain't no surgery. So you're good. That's right. Yeah. But you know, he could miss a muscle. I don't know. I've had it enough. I should be fine. This study comes from UCLA. They studied 1 million surgeries between 2011 and 2014 and found that people who had surgery on the surgeon's birthday had a 23% higher chance of dying on the operating table. And uh, why do you think this is? It's very easy. Because on their birthday, they're distracted. Maybe they went out the night before or excited to go out that night. Maybe they're hungover. You got it. Surgeons are people too, and they get distracted on their birthday because they're usually getting more texts, more Facebook messages, thinking right. about what they're doing. So just take your birthday off. You're a surgeon. You make enough money anyways. Yeah, like maybe this should be, like you said, mandatory surgeons like do not work on their birthdays. Everybody <laughs> should have their birthday off. You can go a day without pay, hey? Yeah, <laughs> you're a surgeon. I really think that would be a nice thing if everybody got their own birthday off, like a little holiday, a rolling holiday. That's why I loved being a July baby because for school, I always have my birthday off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. July is the best birthday. July Summer birthdays are the best. They are. 
All right, I have one more. Uh, this is sort of a happy story for the holidays. Cops arrest a pizza delivery guy and then deliver the pizza. Aww. Oh. Who said all cops are bad? <laughs> no one on this podcast. Not on this podcast. So this might be the first Little Caesars pizza to get an escort. On Friday, police in California pulled over Little Caesars pizza delivery driver for a traffic violation. When the cops ran his name, you guessed it. He had an outstanding warrant, so they arrested him. But there was still a piping hot pizza in the car, hot and fresh. So the cops came up with a plan. Okay, you take him to jail. Well, I'll deliver the pizza to the customer who was waiting for it. And that's what they did. Oh, good for them for not eating it, because I'm pretty sure I would have eaten it. Yeah, because it would have been between Little Caesars and the, and the customer, right? Yeah. Man, yeah. Little Caesars, crazy bread. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I don't think I've ever had a non-plain pepperoni from Little Caesars, because you always get the hot and ready $5 ones. Yeah. At least I do. In my family. So I don't think I've ever had another topping on a Little Caesars than just I, You know, I could skip their pizza and just eat like five bags of crazy bread. I agree. It's not the best pizza. That and Pizza Hut, I'm not crazy about either. Right. Pizza Hut's really greasy. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza Hut, if you're looking for sponsors. <laughs> Little Caesars, pizza, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of our newscast and right. the end of our wine. And we're going to have a little bit of a break too. So don't forget. Leading up to Christmas. Yes. But we got one more on Friday. Right. A lovely listener letter. You're going to love it. Ooh. All right. Cheers. Cheers.